Hello, and welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the only informative podcast. I'm your host, Chilla Chacha, and I am with the very informative, award-winning Marissa Riley. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me back on the most informative podcast ever. Mm-hmm. All the other ones are just fluff. You know, there are no other. One. There are no other podcasts. Oh, just kidding. There are no other podcasts ever. Never in the world. Just, just this one. Just, just this, this one. one. This is the only one. Uh, and today is an in betweeny. It's in betweeny zero eleven, and we're going to talk about um, some some news that has been has been have been has been or have been some news that has have, been. Well, what do you say next? That has been overshadowed. Overshadowed. That has some, been overshadowed. There you go. <laughs> informative. I learned something. <laughs> Write us. If you know a better way to say that, <laughs> email us at well that's interesting pod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, some news that has been overshadowed these past few months for the reasons I can't think of. Hmm. Today we're gonna talk about a woman who survives a 250 drop off a cliff uh, while giant lizards invade the United States. Southeast. Okay, let's pause for one second. <laughs> it's a lot going I talk on. about this title. Um, normally, I know the title uh, a little bit in advance, so I can kind of get pumped up. I don't think I learned this title until one minute ago. Yeah, I, I kept it. You kept, kept it, it under wraps. Me. Absolutely. And yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I, I, I'm just as clueless as the listeners are right now. I'm very curious. Um, what happened here? How? <laughs> These things are connected. Are these things connected, or do we just feel like talking about this awesome stuff? Uh, the are they connected? They happen on two different sides of the United States. Okay. They, yeah. So same country. Same country. That is their. That, that is, is their the connection. connection. <laughs> <laughs> so we narrowed it down to the country. Oh my god! I'm so pumped. Okay. Tell me everything. So, back in early July of 2018. A 23-year-old Oregon woman climbed into her new white Jeep Patriot and drove onto Highway 1, the famous long, winding road that runs north-south along California's painfully gorgeous Pacific coastline. It was to be a simple, midsummer, normal drive, and one that she had done before, Mm -hmm. leaving her home in Portland to visit family living in Lancaster, Southern California. Nice. Altogether, it would take about 14 hours from start to finish. Okay, so this sounds... Like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, it definitely is. Just a little bit. It's, it is definitely a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's 14 hours. It's not exactly a short drive, but it's not a lengthy one also. Um, it's kind of in the middle where you need to stop maybe once for a rest. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Angela Hernandez did. Okay. She realized it was getting late and she was getting a bit tired. Okay. Responsibly, she pulled over and into the parking lot of a grocery store in Half Moon Bay, San Mateo County. Sounds nice. Delightful. Never been, though. (laughs) (laughs) At around 10 p.m., she shot a text to a relative saying she was going to get a little shut-eye before taking off and finishing the trip the next day. Nice. Smart. Yeah. It was an uneventful night. She got rest as planned and woke up pretty early the next day. On July 6th, about 8 a.m., She once again texted her family, this time saying she was on her way. Mm -hmm. After that, though, no further texts were received, and all calls to Angela went to voicemail. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Being 23, she was all about social media and texting and shit, so the zero communication and a lack of updates sent alarm bells ringing throughout the family. Yeah. That day, July 6th, they reported her missing, and law enforcement kicked into gear, sending out official tweets from the San Mateo County Twitter and distributing flyers with her and the Jeep's description. You want to... Here's a photo of her... And her new car. What does it look like? Um, it's this is the most adorable picture in the world. So it, it looks like it looks like a Jeep. It looks like it's a car on the prices, right? Like it has a big yellow bow on it, and she's leaning one arm against it, clearly very proud. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if she bought it or it was a gift or she won it on the prices, right? <laughs> but she's really happy about this. She's, Awesome Jeep. Fucking thrilled about life right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, So a few security cameras in Monterey County captured the Jeep around 9.30 a.m. And uh, after that, nothing. It was as though the car went through some portal and didn't come out the other side. She just vanished somewhere in Monterey. Oh, God. Uh, Police scoured the streets and the area for days on foot, admitting that the heavy fog, which rolled in earlier that week, would make it way too dangerous for helicopters. Hmm. Um, Even if they did risk it, visibility was crap, and they wouldn't be able to see the ground. Okay, Okay. so that's their excuse. Uh, One day passed, and the next, with no leads, evidence, or witnesses as to what the fuck happened to Angela. Oh my god. Until seven days later... Chad and Chelsea Moore. Yes. Chad and Chelsea. Oh my god, that's so like <laughs> so, the the so WB. Yes, yeah. They would be on like an episode of Smallville or something. <laughs> Chad and Chelsea from Smallville, a couple <laughs> a couple on a little couple getaway, uh, set up camp along Highway 1. They took a break to enjoy the scenery and to find a spot to fish. Hmm. Walking the edge of the cliffside, they happened to peer down and first notice a bumper. Oh, God. Then, a mangled frame of a car. Oh, my God. Chad, being named Chad, knew about cars and realized that this was a new model. Yeah. Their campsite was just a few yards away from this busted vehicle, and since it was on the way back, they decided to climb down the cliffside and towards the car. When they reached the rocks, there was Angela looking, in in his own words, in an interview with CBS station KOIN, quote, like hell, but happy at the same time. She was really happy to see us. <laughs> oh my god, I could only imagine. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, so what happened here? Um, in a Facebook post, of course, uh, Angela wrote, quote, A small animal stepped onto the road, causing me to swerve and lose control of my vehicle. Oh my god. The only thing I remember after that was waking up. I was still in my car, and I could feel water rising over my knees. My head hurt, and when I touched it, I found blood on my hands. My car's power was off, and every window was closed. Everything kind of happens fast here. I took off my seatbelt and found a multi-tool that I kept near the front seat. Fuck yeah. yeah Fuck yeah, going. multi-tool. <laughs> That's right. I started hitting the driver's side window with it. Every bone in my body hurt. The only thing racing through my mind was my sister, Isabel, so I started screaming her name. Oh, my heart. I know. Isabel. Eventually, I was able to break out of my car and jump into the ocean. I swam to the shore and fell asleep for an unknown amount of time. When I woke up, it was still daylight, and it was only then that I had realized what had happened. I stood 
I stood up onto my feet and noticed a huge pain in my shoulders, hips, back, and thighs. I saw nothing but rocks, the ocean, and a cliff that I knew I would never be able to look over. I could see my car not too far from me, half washed up on shore with the roof ripped off. I looked down at my feet and saw that my shoes were gone. <laughs> sorry. I don't know okay. Why I'm not okay. Oh, I'm here's sorry. the thing. Yeah. Um, okay. That always happens in a lot shoes. of accidents. Your shoes get off, which your, is crazy it's because impact. Yeah. it's impact. And uh, it always blows my mind because my shoes, any shoes except for like ballet flats, yeah. are super attached to your feet. And I remember noticing this as a kid and I asked my dad, I was like, what the hell is happening? He's like, I don't know, for whatever reason, your shoes fly off in a car accident. <laughs> Thanks, and he told me that, no, exp- no other explanation. And yeah. I grew up and I realized a lot of things my dad said when I was a kid were just to make me feel better. But I think this is a thing. It is a thing. There, there's some truth behind it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry to tangent away from this awesome story that's it's good good story dad uh um let's see uh yeah her shoes were gone i tried getting into my car because i had a gallon of water hidden away inside i was never able to get to it by the way (laughs) (laughs) with multiple broken ribs a fractured collarbone collapsed lung ruptured blood vessels in her eyes angela staggered up and down the rocky beach and climbed high enough just to see cars, but they couldn't see her. Quote, I felt like if I could yell just loud enough that one could hear or see me. That's all it would take to me to make it back to my family. Just one person noticing me. I, I usually stay there until the sun became unbearable and then would find a way to slide myself back down to the shore, end quote. Uh, indeed, Hernandez would also endure extreme sunburn as she waited and waited for help. Oh, poor baby. I know. On the third day, dehydration was setting in, and Angela had to act, or this would be her final hours out there. Oh, my God. This tough bitch did the following. You want to read what she did? I would be honored to read. Um, Okay, here we go. As Angela, um, I found a 10-inch black hose that seemed to have fallen off of my vehicle during the crash. It fit perfectly in the front pocket of my sweater, so I kept it there. I walked further south down the beach than I had ever walked, than I ever had before, and heard a dripping sound. I looked up and saw a huge patch of moss with water dripping down from it. I caught the water in my hands and tasted it. It was fresh. I collected as much as I could in my little hose and drank from it for maybe an hour. Oh my God! (laughs) Angela, the new MacGyver. She has a multi-tool. She had a gallon of water in her car. She made... A magic water hose <laughs> right. from moss and an actual hose. Fuck yeah, Angela. Fucking rock star. Uh, yeah, she fucking siphoned water from moss to survive. Mm-hmm. And for the remaining week, she replayed songs in her head and thought about her favorite foods, hoping to enjoy them once again. Oh, wow, I love that. <laughs> Until finally... Enter heroes Chad and Chelsea. Fuck yeah, Chad and Chelsea. That's right. CC, guys. <laughs> it's like Chanel. Spotting Chelsea first, quote, I screamed, help, and then got up as quickly as I could and ran over to her. She was uh, with a man, and I didn't think they could believe their eyes. They acted so quickly. She ran down the beach and up a trail to go find help while the man stayed with me and gave me fresh water, wow. end quote. 
rescue, uh, rescue, cues? rescue crews got into action, airlifting Angela to safety where she could recover from all those internal injuries. Oh my god. Okay, she posted pictures of the wreck to Facebook, of course, and yeah. nonchalantly stated, Hey everyone, here's a couple of pictures of what my car looked like at low tide. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, Angela, she's also got a sense of humor, you guys. So do me a favor and just describe the accident site for us. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, so there's this nice beach with a lot of rocks. And then there is a Jeep, and the Jeep looks like uh, a dragon ate it and then <laughs> threw it up. The, it's and digested it a little bit. Like a little bit. the front uh, engine of the car is just nothing. It's just completely chewed up. It looks like there are like these brown burn marks around the car. The roof is all bad. I don't know how <laughs> the roof is bad. Oh my God. And the tires are in the sand. And yeah. I can't imagine that, you know, was much longer past the time of the wreck. So it had already sort of embedded itself in the beach. Yeah. So that's at low tide. At high tide, you wouldn't see that fucking car anymore, probably. Oh, yeah. It'd be yeah. under the water. Totally. Uh, Angela has since made a full damn recovery. Fuck yeah. And noted that this event changed her young perspective. Yeah. Um, you want to read her Facebook post? Just to, about her uh, view on life, if you will. I would love to. <laughs> All right. I've met some of the most beautiful human beings that I think I'll ever meet in my entire life. I've experienced something so unique and terrifying that I can't imagine that there, is, there isn't a bigger purpose for me. I don't know, you guys. Life is incredible. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Life is incredible. Put it on a tote. I know. Put it I on a thinking, tote. You might, you might have to steal that and put yeah. it on a tote, put it on a mug. Oh, a mug would be great. <laughs> we, should put it, we should make a bumper sticker. Oh, my. Our... Uh, hmm. <laughs> we should make a bumper sticker. I was going to say and send it to her, but she's gone. <laughs> she hasn't. She's working through enough trauma. Oh, Christ. Ah. Uh... So, what's not traumatic? Well, actually, very traumatic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to take a break, and then after the break, we're going to talk about four-foot lizards that are infesting the American Southeast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, 
Your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We're so back. We're so back. We're so back. I wanted to note additional sources from our first fucking story was CNN and CBS station WHNT. Uh, and Angela. She was a big, big source. Oh, yeah, big Angela. source of information. Yes. Thank God for Angela's Facebook. <laughs> yeah, uh, for our current story, our source is no other than National Geographic. Hell yeah. Nationalgeographic.com. Uh, and an article, This Dog-Sized Lizard is Spreading Through the Southeastern United States. Um, that's right. Move over, murder hornets. Wow! We've got a new creature, and it's way fucking bigger. <laughs> so, First of all, amazing title. And also, way to instill so much fear in myself. <laughs> I'm not even scared of lizards, but when you tell me that they're dog size, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm scared. They're, they are dog size. I'm really freaking nervous. Uh, now, of course, this all begins in, you guessed it, Florida. That's oh, <laughs> right. Oh, we're in for a nightmare, you guys. So, uh, the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> gift that no one asked for is Florida. Um, Within the perfect environment for our reptilian friends, the Everglades, there's a relatively new occupant, the Argentine black and white tegu. Oh my god. Would you like to describe the tegu? (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to describe it, but I'm going to try my best. It looks gross. (laughs) It looks kind of gross. It looks like the lizard version of a possum. In the front. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, it, it looks kind of like a gator from mm-hmm. uh, the neck back to the tail, except it's it's black and white. Yeah. So it looks almost unreal. It yeah. looks really intense. It's like black with like white marks all over it. And then its head is like a lizard head, but it's got these big cheek things. Mm-hmm. And the very tip of its uh, nose is pink, which is adorable. Yeah. But that's... <laughs> but barely. <laughs> I like that you threw in a compliment. That was really sweet. Uh, yeah, pink nose, so cute. Yeah, this just to give you an idea of size. This thing is actually confused for uh, crocodiles and alligators. That, that makes sense. So, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. it is oddly black and white. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the Dalmatian of lizards. It's very, it's very weird. Very good yeah. way of putting it. Uh, this invasive species is actually native to South America. And to say they're omnivorous is an understatement. Hmm. Uh, they eat, quote, just about anything with nutritional value that they can fit in their mouth, end wow. quote. So, <laughs> it's very American. Very. So maybe they, maybe they just belong here. Maybe maybe, you know what? They, we, like, we deserve this. <laughs> animal version of ourselves. I see a lot of myself in this thing. You do have a cute pink nose. I do have a pink nose, <laughs> and uh, I eat pretty much anything. So, <laughs> uh, It's true. They'll eat fruits, veggies, birds, smaller reptiles, your friend's chewini named Foxy. No! I know. Uh, but their favorite meal is most concerning to environmentalists and conservationists. Their favorite meal is eggs. Hey, another relatable thing. Ah, it's so good. I love me some eggs. 
any ground nesting animal is up for grabs, uh, including endangered tortoises and sea turtles. So notorious and brazen in Venezuela, quote, they're known for sneaking into chicken coops to steal eggs, earning them the name El Lobo Piero, Poyero? Poyero, yeah. El Lobo Poyero, or the chicken wolf. Ooh. Uh, U.S. poultry farmers should be on guard, end quote. Uh, now, wolf might be a good size comparison. Right out of the gate, when they've hatched, they're already about eight inches long. So That's pretty big. <laughs> that's pretty big. Uh, if they live to a ripe old age, and they may since they have no predators here, they could hit their full adult length of four feet. Wow! Uh, but don't worry, they breed way sooner than that. Um, oh, no. <laughs> females reach reproductive age at about 12 inches long, no. and they could lay about 35 eggs a year. Oh, my God! Yeah, so according to georgiawildlife.com, their life expectancy is 20 years so that's a lot of babies. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, fast moving, strong swimmers, and probably fluent in several languages, <laughs> they do something I never heard of. Quoting National Geographic, tegus are hardy, able to withstand colder temperatures than some other reptiles because they can elevate their body temperature as much as 18 degrees Fahrenheit. What the fuck? That's right. If it gets too frigid in winter, they can brumate. Um, the reptile version of hibernation becoming sluggish and hiding out in burrows they've stolen from gopher tortoises and other burrowing animals. And <laughs> oh my god. That's right. They live in the homes of their victims. <laughs> Once again, very American. <laughs> we once stole this country from... Some people. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is our Thanksgiving. Want you to think episode. about that. You know, you might be criticizing this this lizard for stealing gopher tortoises' homes, but uh, oh god, uh, hand and face or face and hand. <laughs> now, I quoted Georgia Wildlife, uh, a Georgia Wildlife website, just before because these reptiles have been spotted there in two counties so far which is a long fucking way from the Everglades. Yeah. Uh, they've also been seen in South Carolina, Alabama, Louisiana, and Texas. You know what? Louisiana <laughs> and Texas would find a very interesting way of turning them into food. I would not oh, be surprised. Yeah. I, yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. If you have eaten one, email us. <laughs> yes. Please email us and give us some specifics. Was it fried? Was it barbecued? Yeah. Um, was it turned into a boot? What happened yeah. there? There is a big leather trade for these. Really? Well, yeah, I'll, I, yeah I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. Um, let's see, where am I? Ah, so how did they get here to begin with? Yeah, question, great question. Mark. question. Uh, if you said lazy owners and the exotic animal trade, you're right. Um, quote, for, the, uh, for those who like to keep exotic animals, intelligent and docile tegus make for sought-after pets. Uh, most in the United States are the product of American breeders, but between 2000 and 2010 alone, more than 79,000 live tegus were imported from South America, wow. says Amy Adams, not the actor, but the biologist with the U.S. <laughs> Geological Survey studying the animal. While only a tiny minority of the animals escape or, release, uh, or are released, biologists believe the problem is worsening, end yeah. quote. I was really hoping Amy Adams had something to say right? about like, these. This is her... Like, other job? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yes, I'm an amazing actor. 
Um, but I also raise big lizards. <laughs> That's my thing. Uh, uh, Amy, if you're listening, which you're not, but if you are, please contact us. Let us know. Are you taking care of lizards both, right now? Both Amy's. Both Amy's. Well, both Amy's, if you're listening. And I know you're not. But please. <laughs> please. Well, that's interesting. Pod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. I, keep, I keep wanting to do the thing in the, the kid from Spree where he's like, Oh, that's a great movie. He's like, Watch it, you guys. Kurt's World 96. Follow me at Kurt's World 96. Follow for follow. <laughs> that's how I feel every time I mention our email. I know. A little part of our soul dies yeah. every time. We do also, a, watch do that plug. movie. It's way too relatable. Spree is great. Where, uh, where is it available? I forgot. Uh, we were watching on Amazon. Amazon. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, it's the it's uh, one of the characters from uh, Stranger Things yeah. plays the lead. Yeah, and it's all about social media and how it can really wreck your mind to the point of doing some really uh, horrific things. So yeah, yay! Yeah, so, yeah. it's a it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite. Yes. Uh, okay. So yeah. So I did read somewhere that um, part of the import is that they are. Made into leather yeah. and all that sorts of shit. Yeah. But, um, uh, so yeah, so it's probably, again, karma. Ah, for us, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so if they continue to breed and crawl across the southeast, non-actor Amy Adams says <laughs> <laughs> they're a real threat to tons of animals already listed under the Endangered Species Act. Oh, no. And if we remember, this act was practically decimated by the current administration. Uh, it's going to be rough unless, the new, unless new executive orders undo the last ones. Got it. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, so far, 900 tegus have been caught in the Everglades National Park. Wow. But trapping alone can't keep up with the breeding numbers. So it's up to residents to keep a lookout and be vigilant. Quote, the Georgia Reptile Society has a tegu task force. Aww. Which I know, it's super cute. You should look at their website. I would love to. <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, so the Tegu Task Force, um, which you can call, uh, to which residents can submit photos of suspected Tegus for identification. Once they identify a Tegu, the society's volunteers trap the animal and bring it to a rescue facility. Aww. They are then given to people who want them as pets. And quote. That's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. It also made me think of um, that episode of The Simpsons. I think they had a snake problem yes. or something. Yes. So then they got, uh, what was next? They got... Some, like gorillas or something to eat. like ferrets or something and then yeah. they had a ferret problem and then i'm gonna look this up because these are the wrong animals but i just love that they kept replacing with another problem yeah. animal and it's I, the sim I, yeah the simpsons forever please yeah. Yeah. not saying that's a solution i think them taking yeah. care of them and giving them to proper owners is much better <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think it was I think it was gorillas. Nate. Was it gorillas? And then then Lisa's like, what do we do with all the gorillas? And the guy's like, ah, oh, well, don't worry, they'll freeze. <laughs> when winter comes, something like that. Uh, so this is a, a slightly better solution Much giving better. them these pets. Um, yeah, tegus are smart and very docile, so they do make great pets, but please don't fucking release them when they get bigger than the house cat. Uh, Google then contact your local reptile nerds or humane society, and they will take your giant lizard off your hands for you. Very easy. It's like wearing a fucking mask. People. It's like wearing a Everyone fucking mask. Everyone is doing the work for you. You just got to do one little thing. It's super easy. <laughs> They're handing them out like condoms. <laughs> we can all make this happen. Also, I want to say I am waiting, and it's going to happen any day now, for someone to walk their tegu. In Brooklyn. I can oh, totally yeah. see it happening in like Bushwick. 
mm-hmm. very trendy area. Yeah. Someone's going to wear like a top hat and like an old timey bar outfit <laughs> and they'll have pink hair and they'll be walking their tegu their around. Tegu. And then there'll be like a tegu walking, like, like a dog walker. Yeah. A tegu walker. And then there'll be a festival just for the tegus. Just, just, oh God. There'll be cocktails named after them. Oh my God. The tegu. The tegu. I hope it's with, I don't know what. Uh, it's got to be tequila. Tequila or whiskey. Yeah. The tegu. Yeah, it could be tequila in honor of like South America and then maybe whiskey yeah. for, I guess, you know, the South. The South. Yeah, that's uh, another reason to get drunk. Another, it's just another way for us to consume. See the tegu, man. The tegu, man. Blizzards, a reason to get drunk. It's <laughs> putting everything in our mouths. Yep. Uh, well, that's the end of this fucking episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, and stay interesting. Please do.